you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Hey, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with three people who have not been on the podcast before, but I know you have a lot of projects, uh, you know, between the three of you and, and independently as well that I've heard of over the years. And so it's cool to have you on. Um, what I'm going to do to start this off is get the three of you to introduce yourselves and the project that you're all a member of, just so uh, people can put a name to the voice and sort of figure out, you know, who plays what instrument and figure out who you are. So, I mean, uh, in any order you would like to do it, let's, let's, let's find out a bit about uh, who you are as a group and then who you are individually. Uh, I'm I'm Will. I play uh, I or I've played guitar, bass, keyboards, uh, vocals, vocal arrangements, uh, piano, a uh, lot lot of stuff. <laughs> I, I figured it'd be a tricky question just looking at some of the credits on the yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm Joe. Um, I on the records have done guitar, bass, drums. A uh, little bit of piano, whatever string arrangements you hear are usually me. Occasionally they're Nate, but mostly me. Uh, and I do all the production and mixing and mastering stuff. And, for, en- and engineering. And engineering, obviously, cool. yeah. Yeah, for, for all the records. Yeah, and uh, I'm Nate, and I play piano, keyboards, I think organs, synths, um, Quack- trumpets. Quackenspiel. Quackenspiel. <laughs> Cool. Uh, really, anything. Well, I think it's interesting that you have you all have these like multi multiple instruments you play because I was listening to the the newest record today uh, before we did this and I don't really know what to how to define it. Like I think there's so many different styles of music happening sort of within the one project that it, it sort of makes sense that everyone is so um y- you're doing so much right because because it, it does seem like from song to song it almost switches styles uh, pretty drastically in some cases. So I mean. I hate this question, and everyone hates answering it. But do you ha- like, how do you define what this is that you make? What, what is the music you make? I mean, I, I know those different songs could have different uh, descriptors, right? May I? Yeah, go yeah, for it. You, you start. Freaking fun. <laughs> that is the music that we make. It, like we've we've like we had a little we had a little meeting to try and be like okay, like you know how are we gonna you know label what we do. Honestly, it's 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 we get together, we usually eat pizza, and then we'll or have ice caps and we'll make a couple songs. That's that's yeah, and where it goes from there is where it goes from there. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the pizza thing's yeah. no surprise either, but I, I want to get to the pizza in a minute, but yeah, keep, keep, keep. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, no, I think uh, I think what I'll comment on is like, I think there's certain genres that we obviously like gravitate toward a lot more. Like generally on the first two records, it's a lot of like singer songwriter music from like the 60s and the 70s, that definitely on the first one for sure. This one kind of goes a little bit more pop leaning at a couple points. It's It's just more accessible. We kind of, I feel like on this one, I kind of figured out how to mix and kind of make a sound more way more clean and accessible on this one and like in a good way like you can actually appreciate the song a little bit easier than you could on the first one which was really really messy kind of on purpose but um yeah i would say like yeah definitely like throwback 60s and 70s most part occasionally we go kind of a little bit weirder punkier noisier on occasion yeah i like uh, how that kind of sneaks in there all of a sudden there's this there's this really kind of chill songs and like you said singer songwriter type stuff and then it gets really heavy for like a minute and a half and then and it goes back to uh yeah. <laughs> 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 that, was, that, was, that was a nice a nice shift i liked it yeah so i, I mean i, I guess uh, let's talk about the pizza thing you have a whole record about uh you know pizza related flavors and other pizza themes what what's the deal with that like what where does this come from is it just from eating pizza at, at practices and stuff or uh, I mean, that's probably partially where the inspiration came from. Uh, yeah, the whole record started with coming up with a pizza-related story, I guess, uh, That which is why there's so many interludes on the album right. with like, weird voiceovers and like background music and everything like that, because we wanted to actually kind of string the songs together, because that's, that's where the songs were mostly inspired by was that story that we kind of came up with which I think, I guess we originally, I originally kind of came up with most of it before COVID hit. Uh, and then we kind of fleshed out the the story with songs from there. But like, yeah, I mean, we, we would always eat pizza. We all love pizza. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's in our blood in that way. So, yeah, it's you know. undeniable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, a, a lot of it is, uh, it's inspired by that, but also it's just uh, we, the first album kind of had a story in it as well. And then so it just kind of we thought naturally this one's going to have one or at least a theme. And then uh, and then we're trying to kind of carry that through to the new stuff whenever we put out new stuff again as well. So is it difficult to uh, I mean, first of all, like a concept album, an album telling a story is, is fantastic. Uh, but is it difficult to release something like that nowadays when you know that most people are going to just sort of skip around or listen to listen to it one chunk at a time, and maybe miss some important interludes or other sections? Uh, do you have to make the songs? You have to make, presumably make the songs stand on their own as well as being a part of a whole, right? Or no? Or do you would you do you want people to just like? <laughs> no, I mean like I mean like yeah. There, I know that that at the core, like people are going to gravitate towards the songs. Like I think like honestly, there are certain songs we even feng shuied kind of into the story, uh, in a way where you know actually the song has nothing to do with the story. Yeah, but we yeah. found a way to include it. Like uh, which uh, song? Bald, bald backpacker man. Yes, that one. That one he just wrote on his own. It was his own thing. Uh, he wrote that uh, it's about you know he has his own story about that song yeah, yeah. and then I was like we need to have this song come out but we there's no way it goes into the story at all so I figured out a way to kind of in the flow of the album feng shui it in so we could still have it on the album it's still one of the most popular songs already on the record so like people are obviously playing it because they like it it's a good song but it, like I, I understand that there are other songs on the record too that people are just going to like because you know we put them out beforehand yeah, yeah like yeah. them but they, they, you don't need to listen to the full album to kind of 
like those songs, right? But I, it just for my own self, I wanted to have an album that had interludes and kind of had a through line that if, if a listener actually takes the time to listen to like the 50 minutes that it runs, you know, you actually, there's kind of a resolution and there's kind of a through line through the whole thing. Yeah. Can, can you give a brief synopsis as to what the story is for people who maybe haven't heard the whole thing start to finish or, or have done what you said and picked and chose, you know, certain tracks? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I think I might give Nate a little bit of. I, I can fill in the gaps, but ah, uh, well, it's basically centered around this uh, psychotic uh, pizza man who has a restaurant <laughs> and he's won this pizza competition, you know, uh, consecutively for I don't know, years. fifteen years. I think you I know, know, like you do as a pizza man, of course. And really, uh, what what sets the thing off is he loses this competition. Um, to his arch rivals. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it basically sends him into this uh, psychotic breakdown that leads to murder and uh, <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs> you know. But pretty much <laughs> As you do. As you do in the pizza business, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's it's awesome. all set in Sicily. I feel like we need to say that. It's yeah. in Sicily. <laughs> well, of course, it's pizza. Yeah, again. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess something as ridiculous as that, though. I mean, it, like with the name of the band, too, people are not expecting to hear something, I guess, extremely serious concept-wise, right? I mean, I would assume anyway, when you're coming into this, you're not going to be like, oh, this is going to be, you know, some kind of deep uh, <laughs> philosophical <laughs> masterpiece. But, yeah. but I think, okay... I think that's always been a thing with the band. It's always been like the album's about pizza, but you're not expecting to walk away with it being like, that was kind of a bop. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the, ba- the band name is like, you know, it, I'll be honest, it's off-putting. Kind <laughs> of intentionally. In, inten- intentionally. Intentionally so. But you walk away from it, you're like, you're like, oh yeah, that was, that was kind of a jam. I, I, I could get behind that. And then they see the name and they're like, eh. Okay, we'll give it time. We'll <laughs> and it's weird because also I kind of intentionally wanted to give. It's an extremely silly story. It's stupid, uh, but <laughs> at, the, at the core of it, I also wanted there to be kind of like likable morals as well, like things that you could like. Oh yeah, like you can kind of pull away from it. That's like kind of why the album is kind of book ended by songs that are very like they're kind of talking just about the morals of the story. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like taking work too seriously, kind of getting caught in a rut, you know, needing to break the monotony of life, uh, needing to appreciate the little things in life. You know, it, it, that's a big part of the album as well. Kind of like yeah. what he's, what the main character is not figuring out as this, as the, you know, the album progresses. So, you know, there is that element of it too that I tried <laughs> to do, but yeah, overall, it's just silly <laughs> well and it's nice to sneak that in too sneaking in those kind of those kind of messages and actual like lessons you could learn from it uh without making it you know beating you over the head with it obviously you're coming for the cannibalism the pizza and then you, if you leave with it <laughs> you've learned something right <laughs> so good. i feel like this is going to be used in a criminal trial <laughs> Is cannibalism funny to you? <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. Kivani, <laughs> focus. You know you've got this. Those Marios could beat you no matter how hard they tried. They probably don't even have it sauce on scratch, bunch of losers. You don't have what I've got. Try. 
You came in second. You didn't win. What, what, what is the uh, what is the plan now? I mean, this came out not too long ago. Um, shows are kind of happening now for the most part. I mean, things have uh, eased up a little bit since they've been shut down for the past couple of years. Are you guys planning on, on doing some shows to promote this? Or, or uh, have you formally released it at a show or anything like that yet? Uh, we are having a show, like a small one, coming up on Saturday, actually, this week. We're going to okay. be playing uh, at a house in South Osborne. Uh, it's... Yeah, it's, uh, I'm not sure how big the capacity is. I do know that it's five bucks at the door. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a small thing. It's going to be mostly me and Nate uh, kind of going through some of the, a lot of the, a lot of the first record, but some stuff off the new one too, uh, just to kind of have the first, this is like, that would be the actual first time that we've ever played this stuff live. Uh, because really the story of the project was we started recording the first album a long time ago. And then we eventually kind of got it together to where we felt like, okay, this is a project. And it wasn't even called Butterfist Funhouse. That wasn't even the album. Okay. And we put it out in like late, yeah, mid-December 2019. Yeah. And then, like that, yeah. and then we saw that it started to like catch on on Spotify. People were replaying it a lot. And then COVID happened. And then, and then so we kind of put it, we started working on the second album over COVID. So there was never really a chance to really explore gigs or anything like that. Yeah. But, like, but we've we've played live shows together for so many years, like mm -hmm. uh, it, in every single diff like in every capacity, just with different projects. And yeah. oh, can you come in and sub on this thing, and can you sub in on this thing? And can so it it's not it's not a matter of like is there uh, it's not a matter of comfort. It's just a matter that we haven't gotten out there yet. <laughs> Well, one thing I was going to ask too is that you know at the beginning you listed off this you know extremely long list of all the instruments you play on the record. H how does this? Have you figured out how to make this work live? Like, do you need to bring in a whole extra crew of people to sort of fill in those gaps, or do the songs work in a stripped down kind of way? I think it works either way, kind of depending on the song. I mean, there's a, quite a few. Like, for example, at the you know. I mean, there's certain songs that we can't, we literally can't do unless certain people are there. Like, yeah. uh, for example, like on the new one, there's a couple songs I really would love to play, uh, like that ball pack packer man. And like, I got the sauce live, but yeah. those are both Will's songs. I'm not going to do those songs without him. Right. And he can make that gig. So we're going to just stick to ones that me and Nate have fronted, which luckily we have plenty of, so that's not going to be a problem. We'll have plenty for a full set, but like, in terms of like how we would do them live, I mean, we just, yeah, we can basically do any iteration. We've done tons of shows where we've had different lineups, yeah. three people, yeah, we've had yeah. three piece, four piece, five pieces. Like we, lineups. we, like we were a three piece for, for years and years, like no bass player. And then we just started slowly adding people like as a different iteration. And then we all kind of went off and did our own different projects and then kind of coming back together for this. Uh, yeah, so we we don't we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if there are more gigs in the future, uh, which we're obviously open to. I just, I just think we would like to yeah be able to you know see what iterations of the group we could have going yeah, forward yeah. and see what we can make work for sure. Have you considered uh, taking the pizza theme and, and finding some kind of tie-in? I mean, there's lots of restaurants that sell pizza. Maybe you could perform it in a pizza setting. Right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is one that we have talked. I I I, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, that uh, Nate is in a is also in a band called Campfire Sai, and they have played many shows at a place called Royal Pizza 
in the St. Vital area. Okay. Um, and honestly, I would love it if Butterfist Funhouse played a show there at least once, uh, <laughs> because that would be perfect. Uh, but uh, that, would, that, that would absolutely be something we need to explore. Might need to skip a few songs. <laughs> yeah. Giovanni, thank you for having us over tonight. Well, we thought we would sing you a song just to show our appreciation for your great hospitality tonight. So. It's a bit of a song that we like to sing amongst ourselves when we're going through hard times. And I thought we'd pass it on to you. So, it goes like this. There's got to be more to life Than the circular plane we find ourselves on you and I There's no need to rush these things, let's take a time So many options, but they all just don't feel right Lives go for half price Cause you'll never know when you're down to your last lies There's gotta be more to life Than the circular plane we find ourselves on you and I There's no need to rush these things, let's take your time So many options but they all just don't
what is the reception been so far? I mean, you're saying earlier that you know some of the previous stuff was was getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention on Spotify, things like that. Have you had a good response to this new one? So far, it's been pretty good. The the in terms of numbers, in terms of comments uh, that I've had from people, it's been positive. Uh, a lot of the kind of like it was it, what was so amazing about the first one was just that. It wasn't like with other releases where like, you know, you release it and you initially kind of get a little bit of a burst like, oh, yeah, people are really into it because you just put it out and then immediately it just like it it completely goes away. This one was like the opposite. It was just a very steady like people just kept replaying it. People just kept coming back to it. Now we like and then we've like gotten like so many comments over the years for that first one. that was like, oh, yeah, I love that record. Like, oh, that's actually like. We have like a friend of Nate's that says that that's record that record is in like his top ten favorite albums of all time. So and, and, and we're and we're like, why? <laughs> like 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 you know, put a put a heart and soul there, but why? Yeah. So you know, it, it, there there was that as well. So I think that uh, I think that people who love who liked the first one uh, will definitely are have been supportive of this one so far and uh yeah i think that i'm just hoping that you know wherever we go next i think next we're gonna actually i think try to go somewhere a little bit different than the first two yeah uh which will be interesting um we've already kind of started planning the third one but um hopefully they're open to that but uh so far the the uh reception and the then the numbers and the overall like uh people that are interested in uh you know seeing this keep going is uh pretty solid so far yeah is this uh, kind of a perpetual project? I mean, I know you all have other things going on as well, but is this something that you're just always intending to do when the time and, and everything kind of makes makes itself available? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's you, you know what? It's it's a really nice thing because, like, for Bald Backpacker Man, I wrote it on a construction site. Be- and, like, and most of that song is not a lie. <laughs> That's where I'll leave that. <laughs> and there's no project that would ever take any song that's anything like that, <laughs> except for one. <laughs> one project will take every single one of them. So you don't, like, often when you're songwriting, you'll be like, I need to write a song that fits this. Sure. You're like, I, especially if you're writing for yourself, you're like, I want people to see me like this so i'm gonna write like this and then you kind of write yourself into a rut but with Mm -hmm. butterfist um there's no rut like every single song that you come up with is like that somehow kind of (laughs) works even if it doesn't it it kind of does yeah it's like it it will eventually work (laughs) yeah i guess the three of you just kind of like together make it work right like it's one of those projects where you can dump your your leftovers (laughs) and then rejuvenate them and turn them into something useful yeah yeah exactly and then oh yeah it's almost like we can also kind of improve them for each other as well like yeah or kind of fine-tune them a little bit like i like one of the, the the first song that i guess this project ever put out was a song that nate had written for a completely different project uh, and was very different lyrically. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I think the tune is good. I think we just need to change a couple of the lyrics, and then I think this could really work. And then we eventually, yeah, it was the first single from the original album. And, like, it's, yeah, it's still probably one of, I think it's one of the best songs we've ever, 
like we've ever done for the project. Yeah. But yeah. it's like it's kind of also a thing, yeah, where we can kind of like we bring something and we're like, I don't know where this is supposed to yeah, go. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> this 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 will like, not work in any band that I'm in. And, but and then we listen to it and we're like, you know what? <laughs> we'll make we'll find we'll find it a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so you know that's kind of how it's worked so far, and that's kind of what the next album is kind of doing too. It's a lot of old songs that have kind of inspired that one as well. So, yeah, that'll be interesting as well to see us writing new songs and adjusting old songs into another new project. So, is the writing on this project mainly each of you bringing in songs and then the rest kind of add to them, or, or are you writing as a group as well? Uh, it's both. Six one half dozen the other sure. like. Um, like there was a song that we wrote in Nate's garage over over COVID, uh, just when when people could actually meet in like groups of six or groups of ten. It I, was I, five or ten or something. It was a while back. It felt like eighty years ago. Yeah. And um, so that we kind of just you know collectively put our brains together, uh, and then like there are songs that again we'll just write just on a whim, and then bring them to the group and be like yes and they're like yes and then you're like okay well let's go um yeah but yeah there's i would say yeah i'm trying to think of like yeah there's been plenty of songs there's actually been quite a few songwriters involved yeah <laughs> in this out al- in these albums i would say the honorary fourth member is probably graham prosser who's also a part of campfire side uh and he he has done like he's on the new record he, he played a uh, bass and he also designed the cover art as well and uh so he's kind of the honorary fourth member i would say yeah, he's done yeah. a lot quite a few songs uh like co-writes with nate and uh and just i think one of the songs was literally his and we just yeah. repurposed it for our <laughs> album uh, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there is that, and then there's uh, like Chris Kilrea, Snarky Remarkable. He's a, he's a co-writer on one of the songs from the debut. Uh, yeah, a couple of other of Nate's friends. It's, it, so there's, there's a lot of kind of songwriters in the mix, but we don't really care as long as you know we are allowed to do with what. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, <laughs> so. like if if there isn't collaboration on the songwriting, there's always collaboration on the arranging or mm-hmm. the even the production. Or, 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 hey, can we add this into here and see how it works? And then it's like, let's try it out. And then, like, there's all, there's always a level of collaboration. It doesn't ever feel like, it doesn't ever feel like a one man army. You know, you're like, you're always kind of working together to kind of see your vision through a little bit. That's probably what you want. I mean, that's, that's, I think it's an ideal situation, right? Where you don't have one person kind of dominating the proceedings and then and, and forcing others to bend to their will or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Woke up this morning, sun beating bright We both slept soundly all through the night
talk about something with you. Would that be okay? What's the best way at this point for people to hear this uh, record? I mean, I know I listen to it on Bandcamp. I'm assuming it's all over the place on the, the usual uh, places people find music. Where would you suggest someone check your stuff out if you had a choice in uh, that decision? Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I think number one is Bandcamp is the best. Um, I, it, it's the most ideal. It's the best way to support people uh, directly, at least online anyway. Um, we are going to try in the very, very near future to get this album on CD. Cool. Um, we did it for the first one. Um, and those CDs, we still have a few available. So that's, you know, not a problem. People are still interested in that, obviously. But yeah, Bandcamp, it's, it is up on all the streaming platforms. And honestly, if people listen to it on Spotify and Apple Music and what have you, like, it's all good. YouTube music, I guess. Uh, yeah, like... As long as people are listening to it, that's the number one thing. Uh, You know, I just hope it, you know, breaches people and they get (laughs) a couple laughs out of it or at least are slightly confused. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. And then as far as like finding out what you guys are up to, you know, I mean, the good thing about this being a podcast is someone could listen to it uh, this week or they can listen to it a year from now. And by then you may have very well have another record out or or playing shows, things like that. What's the best way to keep in touch with what you're doing and uh, sort of follow you online? Uh, Butterfist Funhouse Instagram for sure. Yeah, probably the Instagram. Yeah. I mean, like we're all on Instagram. Me and Nate are definitely pretty active. I am not. You <laughs> do not do anything. Nope. So, nope. Uh, yeah, but definitely just Butterfist Funhouse. No spaces, just written out. Uh, if you want to, like, that's that's the the, the handle on uh, Instagram. And me and Nate are on Instagram and like Facebook. Uh, we have our own music pages as well. I mean, mine is just my name uh, on Instagram. I think it's just my name with a, with a three instead of an E in Joe. And then I think yours is just your name, right? Yeah, Jack Babucci. Yeah, yeah. And that yours is just your name. So, yeah, uh, that's basically the number one way. But cool. hopefully, there'll be more stuff to post about in the near future with CDs coming out in the show and all that good stuff. So, awesome. Be some- <laughs> do you uh before i let you go do you want to plug any of your other projects because i know you all have other things going on in addition to this pizza related project <laughs> uh, yeah i mean like i have my solo music um yeah like that's under my own name as well uh that's more like hip-hop stuff recently next record will be really weird but <laughs> uh mostly hip-hop stuff for right now and then i know you got you know your solo music yeah, I have a solo album coming out on November 1st called Despair in a Cup, which is it's another lockdown album of sad songs. But <laughs> other than that, yeah, uh, yeah I'll just put out uh, our third album, Different Peninsulas. So, uh, yeah, that's the newest stuff for me. And it cool. kicks. It, Different Peninsulas is a good, good it's listen. It's very good. It's rocking. Thank you. I mastered that, and it was a very much pleasure. <laughs> awesome. Sometimes you fall into patterns That can make you lose your mind And accolades can lose their shine But acknowledgement can doom you to fail Sometimes you find your profession You seem to fall out of style And make 
Your hand. 